Oh, church, seems strange to say that when no one's here. And I thank Brother Galen for being able to get this together. It is the day we live in. We're not held up by some military might where we can't meet. We're not against the law, but a virus is holding us hostage right now. We miss you. This is just my attempt maybe to encourage you a little bit and to encourage you to continue worshiping and praying with one another. Uh, to begin, I'm going to sing hymn 581 where it says, Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus Just to take him at his word Just to rest upon his promise Just to know the saith the Lord Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus, just to trust his cleansing blood. Just in simple faith to plunge me neath the healing, cleansing flood. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. That should be our theme song, really, uh, for the upcoming weeks. I don't have to tell you that, but that's the way we're going to get through it. I also wanted to read Psalm chapter 33, verses 13 through 22. It says, beginning verse 13 of Psalm 33, The Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling, he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashions their hearts individually. He considers all their works. No king is saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a vain hope for safety. Neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield, for our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us, just as we hope in you. Let's pray just a minute. Father, open your word for us. Let it touch our hearts just briefly. And Father, strengthen those who are listening. I pray in Christ's name. Amen. <clears throat> the first thing I see in this psalm, he reminds us that God's eye is upon us, on those who trust in him, on those who hope in him. See, this speaks of a personal relationship. It speaks that God knew that we would need him in a special way right now. God knew in eternity past that this COVID-19 virus would sweep through the nation. He knew we would meet, need him to make it through. He knew that the loneliness of isolation would be upon us. He knew all these things would happen, 
and yet he allowed it. And some ask, well, why would he allow it? Because his eyes upon us. He wants us to turn to him. He wants our nation to come back to him. He wants us to develop a faith that trusts him. You see, his eye is on us because he cares for us. His eye is upon us because he wants to guide us. His eye is upon us to watch what we do in this time of fear. We need to ask, church, what are we going to do? Myself and others do have great concern. You also do. Some are very fearful, wondering what this is going to do to our communities, what this is going to do to our land, to our loved ones. And yet it says God's eye is upon all the sons of men. From his place of his dwelling, he looks on the inhabitants of all the earth, not on just our little group of believers, but believers around the world. You see, he fashions our hearts individually. He considers all their works. My goodness, that is almost overwhelming to know that God does that for us. He's concerned about the whole of creation, the whole of the world. We should be praying for our church, definitely. We should be praying for our nation and our leaders. But we need to realize that God's kingdom extends over the whole earth. And those believers that can't get as good a medical treatment as we get, those believers who are in worse situations and maybe they don't have homes to stay in and isolate, those believers who are having a hard time getting enough food and clean water, we need to make sure we pray for. God expects us to do that, and he's watching to see our works. Will we do that? The second thing I see is not only that God has it on, on us, but in verses 16 and 17, he reminds us that we are to trust in him. Now that's easy for me to say. It's hard to do because I'll think I'm trusting in him and then I'll get worried about something. I think I'll trust in him and then I'll get a little bit fearful about my children or my grandchildren. I get fearful for my church members. And rather than fear, God wants faith. Rather than fear, God wants me to trust in him and he wants you to do the same thing. And I'm trying to do that, and I hope you are too. You see, it says this in verses 16 and 17, no king is saved by a multitude of an army. The army is not going to be able to do this. They're becoming infected also. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. This virus attacks all races, all color, all ages. Uh, so some are strong, some are not. It's worse on some than others. We know that. But great strength is not enough to save us. It says, a horse is a vain hope for safety. Neither shall it deliver by its great strength. A horse in the day that David wrote this was a mighty thing to have for war. They were rare in a lot of occurrences. They were so expensive. But you see, a horse, as great as strong as he was, as fast as he could go, as much as he gave David and his armies, that much more power was not enough to deliver. And so what is he saying? You see, we're not to trust in our government to save us. We're not to trust in the medical institution. We're not to trust in being able to help ourselves. But our trust ultimately is in God alone. God will answer our prayers. God in his power can stop this. God in his power can keep people from getting this. God in his power can heal people that are near death. 
God in his power, according to his will, will answer the prayers of his saints. And we need to ask, are we praying? What does our prayer life look like? Has it increased since this started? Are we just praying out of fear? Or are we praying because of our relationship with him? See, he sees us. He, he, he says in verse 18, Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy. You see, my hope is in God's mercy. My hope and your hope is in God's tender care. Our hope is the loving kindness of God. He loved us enough to send Jesus to die on the cross in my place and your place. Do we understand that? That his love was settled once and for all, not in the circumstances of life, but when Jesus paid the ultimate price for our greatest problem, not COVID-19, not what the government does or does not do, not what our nation does or not, doesn't do, but he paid the greatest price in that we were dying of sin. And there's life in Jesus and Jesus alone. That's why he said in John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but by me. It's a relationship. It's not a religion. It, it is, it, you know, church means gathering together, and that's the part I miss. But see, true church is the people. Church means extending God's kingdom by sharing the gospel. And right now, during this time of emergency, when hearts are weary, when people are lonely, when hope is at its low ebb, we, myself and you, have a chance to tell them about the God of hope, about the God of mercy, about how to fear him, how to have a relationship with him. His eyes upon us and seeing our works and what are we doing? What am I doing? See, our deacons are, have works and plans to help church members. Call the office. We'll get a hold of the deacon for, to help you if at all possible. Our, our deacons are, are going to be contacting you soon. They're praying for you and for me. Would you join them in that? It's a fantastic thing to see them come together as a group to minister to our church family and as much as possible, the community. It's hard to do that when we don't see one another. It's hard to make the word known. You're on this Facebook page. You're on the YouTube page. Go to the Facebook page like it for Gasville Baptist Church. And you'll have a, a, a button there that'll take you to a place where you can see uh, the announcements, the prayer list, the things that, are, that we need to know about. But you see, we need to trust in God. We need to realize his eye is on us. But the third thing I see is this. God's purpose is to help us. In verse 19 of this psalm, he said, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. See, we have sort of a famine for people right now. Man was created for fellowship with God and fellowship with one another. We were created as social creatures, some more so than others, but we all were created to have fellowship. We need to understand that it's sort of a famine of our souls right now of not being able to gather together and worship, not being able to, to really express our praise to God. 
But don't let that stop you because you can gather together in your homes as your family or individually and praise God. We can all gather together to worship and sing the hymns that we know. Uh, you can get on YouTube. You can watch different uh, sermons and different things, but just realize you're there to worship, and I am too, but God is there to help us, to deliver our soul from death, to keep us alive. It says there that also our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. What a promise. From our heart, we shall rejoice in him because we've trusted in his holy name. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us just as we hope in you. He's here to help. You see, only God's power can stop this pandemic in its tracks. We need to pray for God's mercy for those who are sick and affected. We need to pray that God will get glory through all this. We need to pray that as a nation we will return to God. We need to pray for protection. You see, that's my encouragement to you is to pray that God's holy power will be displayed across our great land and across the world. The next encouragement to you is this. Please be smart. The government officials are giving us good advice to isolate, to stop this pandemic. We can't be together like we want to be. So don't put yourselves in harm's way. Follow the things our government and our healthcare officials ask us to do. They're really trying to help, and if we'll follow, this will lessen quickly, and we can get back to worshiping together and to doing things as we're used to doing. But if we don't, it's going to get worse and be longer. So be smart. The third thing I encourage you this is contact fellow believers in and out of our church family and that'll help with the isolation. A phone call, a prayer together over the phone, a car being sent, those things will help the loneliness of this pandemic. And the final thing is remember, we are here for you and we are here for each other. So if you have needs, we have to know them to try to help. So please do that. Church, your church staff loves you, and we're here for you. Your deacons love you. We're here for you. And so I want to lead us in a prayer as we close. Let's pray together. Lord God, you're the great I am. You are our everlasting Father. You are the Prince of Peace. Father God, more than anything else, we need your presence right now. We need your power right now. We need your peace right now. Father, help us to trust you. Help us not to panic, but to have your peace. By your power, help those who are sick and affected by COVID-19. Help those who have lost family to this dreaded virus. Father, the devil has evil purposes in mind for this virus. You, Father, can turn it to the good of our church family, the good of our nation, and the good of the world. Father, most of all, I pray that the presence of your Holy Spirit will be felt in our homes, in our families, across our nation and the world. Thank you that you never change. Thank you that you hear our prayers. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, your loving kindness. Lord, I pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Church, take care of yourselves. We'll see you as soon as we can. Tune in later for something else. Bye now.